Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. These are the Daily Tech headlines for Thursday, September 2nd, 2021. I'm Rich Straffolino. As part of an agreement with the Japan Fair Trade Commission, Apple announced it will let developers of reader apps like Netflix, Spotify, and Kindle directly link customers to a sign-up website. The commission has been investigating Apple since 2016 for suspected violations of the Anti-Monopoly Act, and this agreement will close that investigation. In the press release, Apple appeared to clarify what constitutes a reader app, saying developers of reader apps do not offer in-app digital goods and services for purchase. The Monetary Authority of Singapore, Reserve Bank Australia, Bank Nigera Malaysia, and South African Reserve Bank announced they were working to develop and test a common platform for cross-border digital payments. The banks hope to show technical prototypes at Singapore's FinTech Festival in November 2021, with a plan to publish findings by early 2022. The Court of Justice of the European Union ruled that zero rating by German telcos Vodafone and Telecom violated EU net neutrality law. In 2016, EU telecom regulators issued guidance that telcos could zero-rate services as long as they were slowed down with other services once a customer hit a data cap. However, the court found this practice draws a distinction within internet traffic on the basis of commercial considerations that was contrary to the obligation of equal treatment of traffic. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration sent an 11-page letter to Tesla asking for detailed information on how its autopilot system detects and responds to emergency vehicles parked on highways. Tesla has until October 22nd to respond or face fines up to $114 million. Twitter began rolling out its SuperFollow subscription feature to a select group of iOS users in the U.S., letting those accounts collect subscriptions from followers in the U.S. and Canada. Users not in the test can be added to a waitlist, although they must have at least 10,000 followers, be at least 18 years old, and have tweeted 25 times in the last 30 days to be eligible. Twitter plans to bring the feature to more countries, as well as Android and the web, soon. Google announced it now has 50 million subscribers between YouTube Music and YouTube Premium, including those on a free trial. In Q3 2020, the company reported it had 30 million subscribers. 
Reuters sources say Apple is facing an antitrust lawsuit in India, arguing it's abusing its dominant market position with its in-app purchase system. The nonprofit Together We Fight Society brought the lawsuit, which will now be reviewed by the Competition Commission of India to see if it merits further investigation. Ireland's Data Protection Commission issued a 225 million euro fine against WhatsApp for failure to adequately tell EU residents what it does with their personal data. This is the second largest GDPR-related fine. WhatsApp has three months to bring its communications to consumers up to compliance, and the company plans to appeal the decision. Logitech released the MX Master Series for Business and Ergo Series for Business with keyboards and mice that can connect using a new Logibolt USB-A dongle, which uses an encrypted Bluetooth connection that is Federal Information Processing Standards compliant. The Bolt dongle supports Windows, Mac OS, iOS, iPad OS, Linux, Chrome OS, and Android, and costs $14.99. Qualcomm introduced a lossless mode for its aptX Bluetooth codec, able to deliver CD-quality, 16-bit, 44.1 kHz sound wirelessly. Existing chipsets that support aptX can also support the lossless mode, with the first compatible headphones set to arrive later this year. Samsung announced the Isocell HP1 image sensor, the first 200-megapixel sensor for mobile devices. This will adaptively bin pixels based on conditions using a technology called Chameleon Cell, using groups of 4 pixels in bright light for a 50-megapixel image, and by groups of 16 pixels in low light for a 12.5-megapixel output. Samples of the sensor are available now, although it's unclear when it will be in devices. Sony announced it will hold a PlayStation Showcase on September 9th at 4 p.m. Eastern. This is scheduled for 40 minutes and will feature games from PlayStation Studios as well as other developers. The event will stream live on Twitch and YouTube. Microsoft will announce new products in its Surface hardware line on September 22nd. The online event will discuss devices and Windows 11. Images of a Surface Duo 2, the hinged Android device, leaked earlier this year, so an official announcement is expected, along with new laptops. And finally, Apollo Global Management has completed its acquisition of Verizon's media group, including Yahoo, AOL, AdTech, and media properties like TechCrunch and Engadget. Verizon Media will be called Yahoo and will operate as a standalone company under Apollo Group with Verizon Media CEO Guru Gorapan as CEO of Yahoo. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.